can I multiply that times sort of like a $10,000 ACV average? You're doing about 780,000 bucks a year right now on runway? Uh, no. So we are doing a lot more than that. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Harshad Agarwal. He's a co-founder and CEO of Appnox and is also a tech enthusiast. He's a serial entrepreneur and is also part of several startup communities. His several years of startup and tech experience set the way for him to co-found the company in 2013. The company focuses on being the world's most powerful plug-and-play mobile app security testing solution used by enterprises around the world. Harshit, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah. So okay. Thanks a lot, so, Nathan. So when you say mobile secu- mobile app security testing, is this literally a mobile app that does security testing or enterprises use this to test the security of their mobile apps? Yeah. So it's a later. Uh, enterprises, companies use our platform to secure their apps on regular basis. I see. And so I guess help me understand, I guess, pricing model. What are they paying on average per month to use your technology? Yeah. So it depends on per app. Majorly, we target enterprises that have got upwards of 10, 20, or even 100 of mobile apps. And uh, uh, for them, the majority of challenges that every app is going out for releases and the release cycle is reducing nowadays to even a week. And with that kind of release cycle, it becomes difficult to test every app. And with that big enterprise, they cannot uh, let it go without security testing. That's where we step in. We automate, we speed it up. We make sure that it, it can be part of their normal development life cycle and the app can go secure. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes tons of sense. But so, so I guess give me an average or a sweet spot. So between 10 and 100 mobile apps, what's the average customer pay you per month to manage whatever the average is? 50 apps, 30 apps, whatever. Average is 20-ish. Uh, 20,000? Uh, no. So uh, yeah, per, per customer, it's roughly around $20,000. But uh, when, when I said 10 to 100, I mean number of apps. So there are enterprises who have got upwards of 100 apps. I'm talking about Fortune 500 companies who have got multiple brands, internal, external apps. Uh, Then there are uh, some of the uh, companies who are very much focused on single uh, vertical. For them, it would range from 5 to 10 apps. So pricing for us varies for these companies starting from $7,000 to $8,000 can go up to $50,000. Per year or per month? Per year. Per year, got it. So starting point is sort of seven, eight thousand a month, but your biggest customers will pay, you know, or sorry, seven to eight thousand dollars per year, and your biggest customers might pay what over a hundred thousand a year if they have hundreds of apps. Yeah. Okay. Is that accurate? Do you have customers paying more than a hundred thousand dollars a year? We have a customer who's paying us upwards of two fifty thousand dollars a year. Wow. Can I don't obviously don't mention who they are, but can you share how many apps they manage on your platform? Six hundred mobile apps. Ah. Okay. And is this like? Can you sort of describe who they are without naming them? Is it sort of like a restaurant brand with like a bunch of uh, local no, apps? It's it's an FMCG, world's uh, biggest FMCG uh, brand. And, what is that? Uh, they have Unilever, I can name it. Ah. Uh, so they have offers of 600 mobile apps that that is spread across uh, the globe. Uh, and they have applications focused on region specific and different places. So yeah. That's very interesting. Okay, put this stuff on a timeline for me. When did you launch the business? What year? So we started in 2014. Our product was launched in 2000, uh, 
16. It took us almost two years to build our product and uh, uh, bring it uh, up to a speed where customers could use it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have been in business since 2016. Okay. Uh, so two years to build the MVP pre-revenue, you've got to pay yourself somehow. Did you have a bunch in savings or did you raise a bunch of capital or how'd you fund your growth or your, your, so we raised the uh, uh, capital. Uh, we had raised our initial round in 2000, uh, around end of 2014 itself. We we had raised seven fifty thousand uh, dollars, a pre-seed round from Singapore-based venture capital, uh, and that's the only round we have raised. Post that, I think we have been revenue positive. We have been going on revenue. So you haven't raised since then. No, yeah, that's raised. awesome. Uh, most folks in their pre-seed round are selling, you know, twenty percent of the business. What valuation did you raise the seven hundred fifty thousand at? Roughly around 4.3 uh, mil valuation. That was roughly around the similar range. Pre-money or post-money? Post-money. Post-money. Okay. So something like sort of a 3.5 million pre, something like that. Yeah. Interesting. And looking back, would you have done the same thing again? Was that a fair amount, a fair valuation? I, I, I personally feel that uh, uh, at that time, it was not really, really required for us to raise funds. Uh, uh, we could have delayed it a little further and raised that better valuation overall. Uh, uh, because majorly, I think uh, we had to test our MVP and all of that. We could have done it a lot cheaper and a lot earlier uh, basis. I think that is the learning we had over a longer period. Uh, after two years also, once we released the product, it was not really focused on right customer segment. And that that whole thing happened after 2018 when we hit a roadblock where we didn't have funds, we were about to shut down. And we had to go back to a drawing board and go go and, go and understand everything again. So, so from that whole learning experience, if I would have done it again, I would have not raised funding that early. I would probably have raised a little later when I had clarity on what metrics I could grow on with that fund, how could I use it and... Uh, get the maximum ROI. Well, tell me what happened in 2018. How low did the bank account get? Uh, we only had a one month runway. And how much uh, money was that though? That was roughly around thirty thousand uh, dollars in our bank account, and uh, uh, we had a team of roughly around twenty two members, and uh, we were clueless on what we should do. We we just went to our uh, blackboard. We had account receivables of around uh, one to two months, but but again, that's not in the bank. So next month, we don't know how we'll pay salary. What was bank. revenue in 2018? Do you remember? We're, we're roughly around two twenty thousand dollars. Two hundred and twenty. Yeah. Per year. Per year. Okay, got it. So doing about nineteen, eighteen, nineteen thousand dollars a month in MRR. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So overall, so 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 the good point was that we had paying customers who were paying us roughly around that eighteen thousand dollars. So uh, the next good thing, same thing we did was we just had to relook at the team and just have team members who are very very critical, and we bought down our cost to seventeen eighteen thousand. From there, we have grown organically. We have made sure that we we don't we are overall not revenue negative. Uh, sorry, the cost negative overall. It's it's on positive side, uh, whatever we are doing. And and slowly we have grown. Now we have a decent runway plus everything sorted. Things are really growing. We are investing. We are investing more than what we should, but all from the revenue. So we have, things have turned. So how good. many how many paying customers today? So we have roughly 76 paying customers today. Okay. okay. And I mean, can I multiply that times sort of like a $10,000 ACV average? You're doing about 780,000 bucks a year right now on runway? Uh, no. So we are doing a lot more than that. Uh, oh, okay. So yeah, we are currently at 1.7 mil. Uh, oh, great. In ARR? In ARR. Uh, 
and uh, i think uh, we are growing at 2x uh, year on year since last 3 years uh, so we are focusing on the similar growth pattern uh, well sorry just to be clear harshit so if you're doing 1.7 million in ar today that means you're doing about 140,000 in monthly recurring revenue what was your monthly yeah. recurring revenue about 1 year ago we were roughly at uh, around 65ish wow uh, okay yeah this is great and and you didn't raise capital double year over year right yeah we have not raised that's one. great so so how did you i mean what did you do in 2018 that set yourself up to now be growing so fast without requiring more capital i think we we started focusing on a lot of right metrics back then uh, uh, one of the key thing that we were like doing earlier was that we are releasing product features and all without understanding what really customers want uh, one of the key differentiator in that was that we were not really defined our icp and all also that well so we focused on creating the icp first if i uh, go back on 2018 uh, we started focusing on enterprises before that we were focusing on smb smaller companies any new company that used to come out we used to start focusing on them but the issue was that these companies again are fighting their own struggle they don't want to invest in security so early so it's not something that was scalable for us uh, when we started focusing on enterprises it was not a leaky bucket uh, retention has never been a problem for us since then uh so what is retention that, what's net dollar retention today so we are at roughly around 98% uh, retention that's uh, that's gross or net does that include expansion revenue no it does not so our nrr not net uh, dollar retention is upwards of 100 we are roughly at 103% oh great comes, uh, net dollar retention uh so uh, overall i think enterprises was one of the key move that change that we did from smb or startup focus to enterprise Uh, followed by uh, we started when 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 it comes to product development and all it was more led from customers feedback and all focusing on the enterprises what value they would get from it the other thing that we changed was uh, definitely on investing investing on marketing and all we are very very uh, uh, like like uh, you can say miser in initial days but now we have started investing in a lot of places uh, but but uh, uh, one of the good thing that we were doing since day 0 was we used to write a lot of blogs so we always had that seo traffic so we leverage on that seo traffic and made sure that we we retarget it to enterprises right content specific to enterprises and that that led to a lot of these fortune 500 companies also signing up on our website till today one of our major lead uh, lead gen source is inbound followed by other paid marketing channels that we have do you guys care about valuation right now specifically your valuation Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at. and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution which is the name of the game less dilution check it out today at founderpath.com/products that's plural forward slash valuations again both plural founderpath.com/products forward slash valuations okay so how much did you spend on paid marketing last month uh, roughly around $4000 for and is this on like Facebook, LinkedIn, Google where do you spend it? Uh Google and uh LinkedIn. Okay. And so you obviously know it sounds like what is your customer acquisition cost to you know to get a new $10,000 a year customer 
what do you pay? Roughly $7,000 is our CAC. Okay, interesting. So you still have, well, what do you guys consider your payback period to be right now? How many months? So it's roughly around eight to nine months, but most of our engagements itself are for one year. Yep. Uh, these are annual engagements paid upfront or paid on quarterly basis. So we uh, that 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 is ideally on on good side for us that okay customers pay us in advance and we have that cover. And do you include sales reps commission in that seven thousand CAC? Yeah, we do. Okay, so how many sales reps today carry a quota on the team? So there are roughly six sales reps, but we have we have a split. Uh, we have channel plus direct. So direct is a small team of three members. Channel is another four members. Did did, did all of them have quota though? Yeah, all of them have quota. Okay, so ignoring the channel, right? The four that are direct. How did I mean hiring your first four sales reps is not easy, right? What did you set their quota at when they started? Initially, when we hire someone, we generally set a quota roughly around fifty to sixty thousand dollar quarter. Again, it's it's on quarterly basis we set their quotas, uh, and uh, as as they move forward, it it increases to one fifty to one eighty thousand dollars, which also they are able to achieve over. Like it takes around one to two quarters for them to come up to speed. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And so just to be clear, a, a starting sales rep is expected to close in their first year about $250,000 of new ARR, $50,000 a quarter. Yeah. Um, wait, hold on. I did that. That's too many. $50,000 a quarter would be $200,000 a year, right? And your your goal is to scale them up in one to two months to the point where they can close one hundred fifty dollars or $200,000 per quarter in new ARR. Yeah. Interesting. Yes, what are what are the challenges with that? I mean, you're doing this right now with your four sales reps. Are they all hitting that quota, or what's what are the challenges? Definitely not all are hitting the quotas uh, because uh, it's not very outbound driven. As I mentioned, majority of leads are inbound driven. So uh, uh, sales rep also are not really uh, doing that, and uh, we are we are trying to open other channels of lead gen. So lead uh, the top of the funnel is always a problem. Uh, I think they're not getting enough leads that they can drive. Uh, the second uh, uh, challenge that I found is uh, our platform is very, very technical. So at times they have those issues of understanding how, like what exactly to interact or tell to the end customer so that he gets convinced. So so uh, I think I've seen that it takes around two to three quarters for anybody to get 100% clarity on what exactly the customer is looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that 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 is the second challenge that we have faced in this particular uh, so these are two challenges that we see. Uh, now answering your second question on how many of them are really hitting. So uh, I, I think uh, uh, roughly around 50% of the uh, reps are able to hit their quotas. The rest so 50 are Two or three, right? So, so, so uh, but still they are able to achieve roughly around 60 to 70% of the quotas. Below 50 is unacceptable. If we get that, then we really look at it and try to understand or, or, or probably look for replacement. But yeah, uh, we have seen at least 60 to 70% of quota is hit by that. Understood. And Harshit, how big is your total team? How many total full-time employees? So we are roughly 42 member team. 40? Two. Oh, 42, 42. Okay. And how many of those are engineers? Uh, engineers are roughly around 11. Okay. Okay. So have, have engineering. So 11 engineers, six quota carrying reps that's only 17 of the 42 what's everybody else do we have a separate security team that is another nine member team so our engineering ideally is a 20 member team if you include security in it and we are a security focused uh, company uh, and marketing is another five member team and rest is customer support uh, ah. and 
so product team has got three members in it and customer success uh, and support has got around four members in it got it you have notes you're prepared you're ready to go right yeah i have my notes. i love it <laughs> i love it i'm like how's he know all this so quickly he took all these notes it's great okay i love this story you raised a little early you had to go through a pivot in 2018 now you're growing really fast you're it sounds like you're pro how much do you profit every month so uh, overall, our gross margin is roughly around seventy thousand uh, dollars, while our operating profit is roughly around ten thousand dollars. We have invested in last three months heavily on the growth. I think we have gone from roughly around twenty-eight members to fourteen last four months itself. Mm -hmm. So we are going heavily, and I think we'll be upwards of fifty members by end of this quarter. Mm -hmm. uh, so so we have we invested little uh, ahead of time uh, uh, with the new members joining in. Uh, I think we'll be overall. Uh, uh, operationally negative overall, but I mm. think that, that that the difference is uh, comparatively is not very high that that we need to worry about. We and Harshi, will you stay? Are you planning to raise more capital? Or are you planning to stay sort of bootstrapped moving forward? Uh, that is something that we're still evaluating. But ideally, I think uh, in, in, sorry for that. In, no, in, our, our, in our kind of uh, vertical, we need to add. So the, so the challenge is in uh, upselling. And for that, we need to add more different product layers. And for that, I think we, we might have to relook at uh, raising funds because with current uh, uh, model, it will it, take its own time. And uh, uh, I think uh, we cannot afford to lose time if we are looking at adding more uh, verticals to a product. So uh, fund, fundraising is one of the things which can be either in debt or equity is something that we are still not sure on. Very cool. Uh, it's a heck of a story. And we're out of time for today. Let's wrap up with the famous five Harshi. Number one, favorite business book. Uh, so favorite business book is uh, shit. I I'm we not can say not. We'll skip that one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Sorry? Is there a founder that you're following or studying? Yep, yep. yep. I think there are a lot of Indian uh, startups itself, like Freshworks. Girish is there. Uh, he has done a brilliant job on uh, overall growing. Uh, uh, apart from that, uh, uh, there are other founders over here. Like, for example, if you have heard about iMocha, uh, they've recently raised $14 million. They're also doing brilliantly. I think I, I speak with Amit whenever I face any uh, struggle. I, I just reach out to them because they've gone through what we are going through currently. Yeah. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building AppNox? Favorite online tool for building AppNox? I think we are heavily relied on overall Google Data Studio, Google Sheets and all, but HubSpot is another thing. I think I love HubSpot, the way it integrates our sales marketing. We use it for customer success support and everything. So that is one of the tools which I really love and the way they have upsell other things. So we started with marketing, then we moved our sales team, our customer success, product guide, everything is in HubSpot. So, so I think I, I really love the way they have. Right. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Seven hours. I, I and, make what, sure that I, and what's your situation? Married, single kids? I, I'm married. I don't have kids as well. Okay. And how old are you, Harshit? I'm 32. 32. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Something I wish I, I would knew. I think one of it is like, I always wanted to start a startup, but, but uh, from whatever journey we had, uh, uh, I think experience was something that uh, I never valued a lot until 2018. So uh, if I would knew that, okay, learning about how to do things in right way, right format by getting into a good company, learn and then start. 
would have been really really great uh, we did it a harder way by uh, uh, hitting those bottlenecks ourselves but in that way it could have been a, a lot faster and a lot easier compared to what we went through as a challenge Guys, there you have it. Harshi with Appnox launched in 2014. They raised $750,000 at a $4.3 million post money valuation to get going and build the MVP. They only had $30,000 left in their bank in 2018, doing about $18,000 a month in MOR with a team of 22. Almost had to shut down. Then they repivoted. They got profitable. They started growing. They, they did $65,000 a month one year ago. Now they're doing $141,000 a month in revenue. That's a $1.7 million run rate. They profit $10,000 per month, so super healthy. They haven't raised additional capital. They've got 76 paying and enterprise customers that use them to make sure their all their mobile apps stay super secure, super tight, no intruders. We'll see what happens next. Arshit, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. Thank you.